Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Coup de Villa channel. I'm Scott Cooper, and I'm here with Noah Fisher and Tommy Lazaridis to review Bournemouth versus Aston Villa from back on Sunday. Yes, uh, Villa were going into this crazy uh, December period with big games coming up, lots of games, and we got off to a reasonable start to December, I would say. It's a glass half full or half empty question today, and we'll be bringing that and much more after this. Okay, so yes, we were going down to the Vitality Stadium on the south coast. It was Bournemouth away. Uh, they were um, struggling, but, you know, had picked up a few results lately. So it was always going to be a tough game. We don't have a good record there. And Noah, I'll go to you first because it was a 2-2 draw. A lot of people sort of uh, angry with this result. Uh, a little bit of, um, you know, people thinking, oh, this is a missed opportunity with the with the difficult games coming up against City and Arsenal. But I think I kind of had a different feeling. I felt like, you know, we showed something to get back into the game. We um we looked positive at times going forward. It was just defensive errors and um, you know, maybe the 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 changing of the squad that cost us, I thought. I mean, we kind of speaking pre-podcast, it's just mm. a tale of two mistakes that at the, at the end of it, cost us the, the game, but it's not an easy place to go. I mean, we haven't, we've only got one win there, which was in 2015 when Rudy Gestead scored. And you know Back what we lost? Team Sherwood days. Yeah. So it just wasn't, it's just not, we don't play too well. There two, we had two goal scorers in three games going into the game. Mm. So it was Gestead and Samata. We got destroyed there on day one last year. And it's not like a bogey ground for us. And if you'd offer me a point before the game away from home where our record this year hasn't been as good as last year. I know we just beat Tottenham away, but to to be down twice and to fight back and to get a draw, you kind of, I think, accept the result, and especially with the last-minute equaliser. Exactly. And you, I would have definitely accepted the draw after the first five minutes or so, Tommy, when we went a goal down. It was Diego Carlos giving the ball away from the back line, um, similar to uh, the goal we conceded in midweek against Legia Warsaw as well. That game, we came back and won. But just, um, you know, this possession style, you know, which we've all enjoyed over the last year, does have its drawbacks when we are a little bit too casual playing the ball out from the back. And that Semeno is a very good player for Bournemouth and um, he punished us. Well, it's funny we talk about Zemanio. He probably shouldn't have been on the pitch after dragging uh, Bailey down. But, you know, anyway, yeah. let's move on from that. Actually, no, fuck it. Let's focus on it. No, right? no, so, no. Let's talk um, about that because that was a, that was yeah. a very uh, controversial moment. He, he and seemed then, to consider, um, commit five fouls and, you know, only got a yellow card. Yeah, and then you, we scored, right? So it kind of changed the momentum. And then on top of that, then he gives away that silly free kick. Not nothing at all. Like, it was clearly deliberate from mm. behind. So... That's two he's got away with. I question VAR. Seems like we're not the only club now really querying it. Um, you know, but all in all, look, great, great for them to concede. Uh, so, sorry, it was a shit goal for us to concede. Great finish by by Semenyo for them. Um, shit passed by Carlos, to be honest. He wasn't under any pressure. And look, I'm no expert. I'm not saying go back to, you know, bottom div football. Fucking hoof it if you're not sure, right? Start again. We'll reset. Mm. Just giving it to you there. I really think we lacked Kamara this game. I think it yep. was just so evident. Um, I think Tillemans did great stepping in for him, but 
just Kamara's just positioning is just a bit of a bulldog and really think we missed him and again through stupid cards that that he you know st- through stupid accumulation of cards is is now led to a suspension when we needed him and it sucks fucking Forest Bournemouth you know we're, we're losing to the scrappers man that's what's worrying me and then come against big clubs it was like oh what are your prediction well, I said well mathematically we seem to be winning so I'm back and I seen against the big teams I'm actually worried when we played the smaller teams Right. But we didn't actually lose this game like that. So I know how you feel. It did feel like a bit of a downer <laughs> after after the Tottenham result, after, you know, our good run of form at home. And this this is, you know, we were all, people were saying, oh, Villa are a different side away than they are at home. But then last week we yeah. had that good victory. And, yeah, there is, yeah. there is some truth to that. We seem to get caught cold for sort of five or ten-minute per- periods. Um maybe early on or just after half time, these sort of, and that happened again, I Noah. Think. And I think the changes that Emery made, I know it's a very busy period with three games in uh, basically uh, a week uh, this week. Um, so we've got, you know, Man City on Wednesday, Arsenal on Saturday coming up. And he, he probably was looking forward to those games, bringing in Saniolo, bringing in, um, uh, Diego Carlos as well, mo- moving concert to right back. Cash and Diaby both had a rest. Bubikar Kamara was um, suspended, as Tommy's already highlighted. And um, I just think it, it didn't quite work. Um, I, you know, I think in the midfield, I think John McGinn went to that sort of more forward role out of the three. I probably would have preferred him being the more defensive role and pushing Tielemans on a bit more because he came, seems to get those pockets of space. And Diego Carlos, well, you can't tell me he's a better defender, centre-back than Conza, Conza, you know, and I want yeah. Conza in his best position. Well, how did you see that? I mean, I also do think it was tactical, not only the, um, I guess the games coming up, which also affects it. But when we defend, Kamara does drop back into a centre-back position um, mm-hmm. along with the, the two other centre-backs. And I think... The Emmy might have thought that um, Konsa as a right back when we go forward and then we defend, he drops back into a centre back. Um, but I, I just, I don't know, like Konsa can play right back, but I'd rather him be where he's been absolutely dominant for us uh, this season and end of last season. But the one thing I think that's different this year, especially at home and away, is when Emery first came in, we were really, really tough to score against. We were really, really, a lot of clean sheets, I mean, a lot of one nil wins. You know, might concede one goal every now and then, but this season it seems like we're conceding like two, almost two goals a game. It feels like just about, and I don't know. Something that probably needs to change. When Cash came on, I think we played a lot better because we were getting destroyed down that right hand side. I know Bailey did score a great goal, but mm. yeah, I think that's where Bournemouth wants to target. And when Cash got on, we looked a little bit more solid. And I still think there's so many positives to take. And obviously, Diaby gets a rest. He looked fantastic when he came on as well. So onto the uh, the reigning champions. Yeah, I was quite happy with Bailey starting um, uh, Tommy because DRB had sort of had a few weaker games like, and probably was due a rest. And I thought when Bailey came on against um, Legia Warsaw uh, in midweek, he looked really sharp. And, you know, he's looked quite good against Spurs as well. So, um, and he scored a great goal, which got us back in the game. And at that point, I was thinking, well, you know, we can kick on here and really... Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, take it to the next level. It was a, b- a brilliant goal from him. What did you think of uh, that strike on his on his favoured left peg? I think he's been coming on and doing a job 
first of mm. all, you know, loves the club, what's the place part, a lot of passion. And then I was just wondering if he starts, right? Is he going to be consistent? Could we get a full 90 out of him? And I think he, he definitely, you know, justified his position. Um, great goal, right? Oh, it was awesome. I thought, all right, we've got this right. Because just the way to retaliate, you, know, you, you can see against these teams, your heads go down. If you can see the second, then, you know, we're kind of chasing the lead all of a sudden, or a point, right? Unfortunately, yeah. which we had to settle for. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked lethal. I think Diaby could have started in front of Zaniolo. I, di I didn't get that. Though. That's what confused me. You know, yeah. like I'd love to see Diaby and Bailey. You know, we've all been predicting it based on Bailey's form, and it was just a matter of when he starts, not if. Um, but I'd love to see them two partnering with Watkins up front. Um, it's a lot of speed, a lot of pace, and I think it was there for the taking, right? Like their, their centre-back, I forgot what his name was. He, I think he actually took Oli out of the game apart from the goal. I mm. really do. I think he had a great game. But, I mean, good forwards like Ollie, who I've always backed and never doubted once, you know, they come up with goals when they matter. And I'm, I'm really, honestly, I really am happy to see Oli become more clinical and he's that go-to striker that we can trust. Um, mm -hmm. Long may that continue, right? Now he's on that lucrative long-term contract, so not going anywhere. But um, I, th I thought he was actually locked up for most of the game. That centre-back was up his ass and it just give and goes. Um, he looked really good. I thought Duran and Oli linked up pretty well. Could have been, you know, could have mm. had the lead almost, right, when Duran came on. Um, yeah, I know, mean, so... we we looked really good in in sort of five or ten minute chunks, but we just couldn't really put together like a that's, full half right. or you know, right. or a sustained amount of pressure. We had a few nice moments, but we had moments where you know it felt like we were going to concede like quite easily. I Agreed. mean, Bournemouth had some great chances in this first half when it was one one. I mean, we get the goal off Diego Carlos, which I was really happy for him after he made the mistake. And then Digne's, you know, he's a bee's dick offside or whatever. And, I mean, I think it was the right oh, call. That, but... that was horseshit. <laughs> well. Yeah, but I'm not like, here they are. I'm, I'm not going back to Neil Warner, but give the benefit of the doubt to the defender. Clearly, if the Lino doesn't call it, then, you know, Linos, I, I assume they're in place most of the time, right? They make some, you know, lapse of judgment, but... I still think give benefit of the doubt to the attacking team. You know, we're talking now like shoelaces for God's sake. And like you said, a bee's dick. It's ridiculous. I know. It's it's not and and, and again, yes, yes, we spring the offside trap a lot. And if there's if there's teams that, that exploit it and score against us, I'll I'll wear that. But I think all in all, it's better for the game because I, I'm not having a VAR rant. Actually, I am to be honest. I said, Well, yeah, it, why don't yes. we go and change <laughs> outcomes? Why don't we reallocate trophies from 10 years ago? What about Lampard's goal that Cross the line against Germany that they never paid. Are we going to go and adjust the past? Well, I'm all for uh... adapting, but I'm like, it doesn't improve <laughs> the game in any way. It creates more friction, and you know, just you're ruining the authenticity of the game. You know, fans uh... are shouting, and you know, Diego celebrated. We're all back in position. Oh, it's offside. You know, so we've all got to move back up and you know, defend from a goal kick. Well, I, I agree with you. It's taking far Shits too long, me. and I think if they went to the uh, semi-automated offside they use in the Champions League with the the there's like that you know, the sheet of glass, if you like, and it's all AI and, you know, it's done quicker. I mean, yes, it's still the same in terms of, you know, if your boot is, if your toes offside, you're offside. Right. And, and you've got to draw the line somewhere. It is a difficult thing for the VAR officials to sort of yeah, figure just, out what's best, but it's got to be quicker. I agree with you. Though. Get it over quick, like tennis, right. You know, when it's, uh, it's out, I know you've got challenges and that, but it's done within like five seconds and I can live with that. Right. Mm. Respect the judgment, all right? I think Federer once was actually in the right, and the tech was wrong. You know, can't disagree with this Lord Federer himself. But you now I'm like, okay. if it's if it's wrong, it's wrong. But you know, if it's wrong one percent, all right. Well, as long as it's right ninety plus percent, I can live that. It's improving the game. It's better. I still don't agree with the whole like you know only implement it now. It's either we go back and start from when football began, 
right? Like kicking a fucking leather volleyball days or don't bring it in, right? It's not just going to be this, yep, this is the rule and we'll normalize it, but, you know, it, it's going to happen. I think it'll cause more friction. All right, but before yeah. this gets into a like a, a Mike oh. Dean a Mike Dean slap fest, um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll move on because um, the goal was was not officiating. Given. Well, how about just the poor officiating in general? I thought right. the ref really lost control of the game. He was just mm. dishing out yellows for fun. Uh, again, Semenyo should have been off, and and that yep. would have changed the complexion of the game. You know, we would have that's the big that's the, the big talking point for Villa fans. That's is, the big talking is, point. Uh, at one one we should have been eleven against ten. He pulled Bailey back absolutely blatant. He was on a yellow, and Tommy is angry. And um, I can I'm understand, furious, Scott. I know, I I'm understand. I was angry too, and uh, I kind of had a feeling that he was going to score the winner. He didn't, but he ended up setting up the goal for uh, Solanke in the second half. And it was again, we came out of the second half actually not too bad. We were knocking the ball around better. I felt like Zaniola got got dragged at halftime, which I think was a great decision from Unai. Again, making these halftime changes, not scared to say, "Look, you're not you're not doing it. You're not doing what I ask of you. You're off." It's just like he did with Diaby and Cash at Spurs. And um, Jacob Ramsey came on, and unfortunately for Jacob Ramsey, I just he's he's not quite ready yet, and I don't think he had an impact on the game. He was running around like a headless chook. A lot and what, yeah, it was what, disappointing. What, sorry, I don't mean to cut in. No, no, yeah, um, go. What I was going to say is, what, what, if he's not ready, why not bring Moreno on and play fucking Digne left wing? The guy's got the most balls into the box in the entire league. Imagine what he can do if we leave him in the front half most of the game, right? Mm. And and I well, this Moreno, is and they can alternate. This is something I was going to bring up. Do you bring in Moreno for these matches against Man City and Arsenal because he? He, I he think he good. is. Yeah, he looked good, and he makes that huge block, um, which would have made made yeah. a three one yeah. later in the second half. Um, and there was another massive bit of defending. No, I want to talk to you about from Esri Concert. Yeah. That last dish tackle. Have you seen Nuts. a better tackle from a Villa player in that? You know that they were talking on the commentary. That was Glenn, uh, Paul McGrath. Paul McGrath. I almost said Glenn McGrath. Paul <laughs> McGrath. Like it was just. Coming around the back, you know, diving in, he had to get the ball or he was off. Um, just a huge challenge. And that's the player that we know and love, isn't it? That's the player we've been saying how good he is for so, so, so long now. Unfortunately, didn't quite get that England cap, but yes, he finally got a call up to the England squad. And yep. I think he'll continue being in the England squad because he's just an unbelievable talent. Not, I think he's, what, 25 now, 26? So he's... Getting with maybe the peak of his powers, but he's getting better every game, I think, under Unai Emery. Um, yeah. And look, not many players, I think, take that tackle on because it's so risky. If he misses and takes him out, it's a red card, like 100% a red card. Uh, and he absolutely makes the right decision and time it to perfection. And, and I thought Pal Torres had a good game, and I want yeah. to see those two in these next two games as they're our centre-half center well, partnership. They're the, be- they're want- the best two. Sorry, well. Diego Carlos, but... You're not quite good enough to be in the team right now. At the um, moment, when especially when you have two high quality centre backs like those two, yeah. no disrespect to Carlos. I still think he's great, and I think the Achilles injuries really hurt him at Aston Villa because I was so excited when we got him. Mm, um, we, but you have we, two we, better centre backs, and we've Sorry, got plenty no, of games. We we got, yeah, we wouldn't have conceded Solanke's goal if Conte was actually manning up on him. Conte's usually mm. better and right up his ass, but I think Torres is a bit more kind of stagnant and he's more interception and and and. You know, instead of like right up your bum, you know, as a centre back, especially 
you know, we're talking penalty box. So I thought he should have been right up him, went under yeah. his legs. Unfortunately for him, he went the other way. You know, kudos to Solanke scores one in every fucking 35 goals. So um, he's actually been you know, pretty, pretty pretty clinical this year. I had him in my FPL. He's, yeah, he's so bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, it was a good turn, but I agree with you that it was a little bit too easy, that goal. Why um, why, I, why adjust it, Scott? Why adjust it? Why bring Carlos in and disrupt a, a functional system? Yeah, I, I just honestly think it was tactical to try to keep the three centre backs when we defend. I think it's what he likes. Yeah, that's, but that's also, what Kamara does. I, I, I think I he also wanted also like, to rest cash because he might be coming up against Doku on Wednesday night. I think <laughs> I think that was part of the thinking, and just to give guys that have played every game, like we don't have a backup right back, and that is one of our issues. And if we're going to play deep into the Conference League, I think in a in the January, I'd be looking at a Cole, Cole Water, Walker Peters or someone from like that that can come in and maybe, you know, play second fiddle to cash, but come in and actually make a difference in some games because we, yep. you know, maybe Kessler Hayden get him, get him back off, off loan. I don't know. But um, at the moment, Esri Consa is our right back. Um, that's uh, that's not really working. And I'll um, tell you what, though, there's one player on loan that I think we should – oh, sorry – that we sold that should be coming back. Dilogene Badace. I know it's a bit off topic, yes. but what a player he is. He's tearing up. Um, yeah. What's going on with Archer? Looks like he's been a bit quiet. He only scored the one goal. Well, yeah, no, Sheffield yeah, United are absolute shambles. And they um, just sacked their manager. Yeah. So. yeah. so, yeah, that's uh, it's always going to be difficult to score goals in a team uh, like that. Um, well, I guess moving on to Arsenal and City, right? We've got mm. predictions there. I, th- I actually think we'll beat Arsenal. I well, think before we'll... before we do, let's talk about the moment of the match for Villa, which was the equaliser, right? Ollie hey. Watkins. Um, and this is why having a lethal number nine um, is is so important for us. And he's and just what Emery's doing with him is so great because, like, you're right, Tommy. I don't think he had a very good game overall. Uh, he wasn't in my top three votes, even though he scored no. a magnificent goal. Um, but you know that that touch, uh, that header is a clinical striker's goal, and that's the sort of thing he scored against Spurs as well. Just like instant impact, bang! Like you know, just no hesitation in the net. So um, yeah, who wants to talk about how good that finishes? I just want to speak about him as a whole in 2023. He has 19 goals in the Premier League in 2023. Mm. And that's the second most in the calendar year behind Dwight York in 96, where he got 21. Wow. So if Watkins keeps going, he's going to have our most goals in the calendar year in the Premier League. He's also won 49 Premier League goals. So you're mm-hmm. thinking maybe three seasons, he overtakes our all-time Premier League leading goal scorer in Agbon Lahore. I, that- I hope he does because I, I, love, I love Gabby and all, but... Having him as it's our all-time, sh- yeah, it's, it's not embarrassing. Good. I know, it's, but it's I, embarrassing. Tell, I tell you what, though, that header is a header of class. Mm. That's a guy in form yeah. that knows and- where the net is. And I think he listens to the podcast because as soon as Tommy starts talking crap about him, he just goes <laughs> on these runs. And I said he would. I backed him in. So, um, and the funny thing, you know, just just to to really top it off, Neto was having a great game. It was, I it think was. he was probably their best player. They're safe from Douglas. You know, that, that, we should have been up with yeah that Louise shot, right? I mean, we probably forgot to mention that. Yes. Also, fucking Dougie, come on, pick a side. He, he has to let score me down. there. He has to score. You've got to that score was that, such mate. a good I... move from uh, Leon Bailey. 
great little pullback and yeah he has to score but he didn't and um look i you know overall i think from this game i'm i'm taking the positives i think the the fact that we got a, a point away from home is not disastrous and you know i think we can go into these games now uh these two tough games against uh city who have dropped six points in the last three games um and arsenal who are good but um you know are looking quite good but you know we we owe them one after last season after they uh, beat us at yes, Park in do. that in that game and i can see emmy martinez you know maybe um coming back and is it off a massive park? save is it the yes it is the next two games this week are both at Villa park yeah and if we win one of them oh, sorry if we beat city we get our longest uh home premier league unbeaten streak that's 14, it. so it's a lot to play for. Is it doable? I think they're yes, coming I think up it is. I think they're pretty dejected. Well, you just said, did you just say in the chat that Doku is injured? Is that a yeah, is that breaking uh, news? Uh, no, AVFC Stato was talking about it and talking about Grealish missing the game with five suspensions. How unlucky uh, for mm. him. And then apparently Doku went off injured against Tottenham. So that's something I didn't know about. So uh, just, how has Grealish man. got five five yellow cards? He hasn't been playing that much. Like, I, I was shocked when I heard that. I was like, yeah. and also he hasn't Rodri. been on the pitch. And Rodri. Yeah, well, Rodri is well. a huge, a huge out for them. And, and he for always us. plays well against us, Rodri. Yeah. Always. So that's huge. Yeah. So like they, they could be a bit weak in, you know, they've obviously, they've got a lot of games coming up too, and they might do a bit of rotation and, this season, they don't have as big a squad as they've normally got. You know, got a few injuries and every team Aww. does. But, um, you know, they, they've, lo- they've lost a few and, they you know, they, they're they bringing in these young kids and the, those sort of players. So, I don't know. Um, I, I hopefully, I mean, I don't remember the last time we beat City at home. I do. Maybe, was that Vyman? Was, was it Andy, Andy Vyman? Had to be the yeah. Vyman one, yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. So, well, that's 2013, yeah. over 10 oh. years, I reckon. So... Yeah, I would love to see it. It would be a great time to do it. We would go ahead of them we in would. the league. I think, um, I think the last time we got a point against them at Villa Park would have been Delph's return to Villa Park. That was Park. last year we got a point. Oh, yeah, of course we did, yeah. I yeah. forgot when CVG was... Well, CVG got a, got a point. It was about yeah. the only thing he did last year. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, you know, look, yeah, Harlan's going to be a worry, sure. You know, they're a great team, but... Um, you know, they're not playing at their very best. And, you know, I think at home we are playing at almost our very best. We keep conceding goals. It'd be nice to get a clean sheet. But, um, you know, we're, we're looking sharp. We're looking better than we do away from home. We've got the crowd on our side. We keep churning out results. And this would be a great way to get the, the get the record. So exactly. we've, got the, we've got the best keeper in the world. Always helps. We're not going to mention Mr. Man of the Match again. Yeah, I think he probably was our man of the match, Martinez. Oh, um, by probably far. between him, I think Conza probably earned earned a vote as well, just with that tackle in itself. Yeah, um, and then I think it was Martinez, Conza, Oli, by the looks of it. I was either or some threw in Bailey for Conza. So yeah, but, yeah, but you know, know, like I said, should we get should we do the uh, the predictions? I think so. Let me get my phone with the note pad up, which I'm still keeping okay. track of. I did miss a couple of weeks, so I got to go back and get the predictions but all right so we've got two games this week so um man city at home and arsenal at home so tommy how do you think i am going to go one nil at home i think we'll get break the record i think they're quite dejected their squad's somewhat depleted um 
I know I've been predicting clean sheets, Bonnie, but I'm going to stick with it. Um, so one nil, one nil. Arsenal work. What, what's Arsenal? And what about Arsenal? Arsenal, I think it's going to be. I reckon be like a three-two. I was going to say four-three, but I'll go three-two. I think we'll concede, but I think Emery's going to walk out on top. I think he's got a point to prove. I think like he's okay. the apprentice. Okay, I think we'll be the record too, but I think it'll be three-two, a bit of a thriller. And then I'll say that will probably be the end of our run and we will draw to Arsenal 1-1. You don't even you don't even feel confident saying draw, Scott. You can be honest. It's fine. Well, no, I am just throwing out a different result because uh, something yeah. different. If yeah. anyone said two two against Bournemouth, they probably probably would have thrown stones at them. The exactly. Bournemouth predictions, I guess you, me and Owen got closest with two one. Technically, yeah. I thought my six nil was looking pretty good until we. That was that, was that was your that was your leggy also prediction. Ah, uh, hey, yeah. it was close, but yeah, I guess well, you could say that. Uh, I, yeah, it was there was six nil um fighting in the in the streets. Yeah, uh, heard about that. That got some dirty fans, man. Not at, that. That's disgraceful. Yeah, well, we should probably talk about that a little bit because uh, Legia Warsaw had 900 seats allocated. Um, they got it reduced massively. They got it reduced because they've had trouble in Europe before with crowd trouble. And um, they brought over like 3,000 fans or more. And they, you know, they were causing trouble in Birmingham all day, you know, throwing things at police, this sort of thing. And then um, a couple of them got in the home end too. Mm. I yes. saw Max's video. They kicked a couple of them out from the home end. So, yeah, and bring, um, out, the sh- bring out the shit. I know an hour or so before the game, they decided that they weren't going to let them in because of the trouble. And um, what, what I heard today, Scott, is apparently if they got into the ground and caused trouble, Aston Villa is responsible, and they get a massive fine. Yes. But it was the West. It was the Midlands Police, West Midlands Police, that said no. So uh, so much credit goes to them because they were getting peppered by these supporters. Mm. One of them got bloody lit on fire by a flare. Yeah, and that was three. There was three police injured. injured. Yeah, yeah. It was, so it was very bad. No and we had well, had, we had them throwing bottles and things into the ground in <laughs> yeah, in between they, the in between the gap of the whole ten. They raided the burger van. Well, yes, and then one of them slipped over trying say. to throw it in. So that was pretty funny. As they say, there's good and bad in everyone. So obviously, look, everyone out there, if you have a Polish friend or if you know someone that's Polish, punch them square in the fucking face. All right. So <laughs> kill them, kill one, you kill them all. No, I'm kidding. Poor Matty Cash. <laughs> Poor Matty Cash, eh? I know. He's, uh... he's 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 declaring yeah, he's declaring for England again. Well, yeah, he got dropped from the last Polish squad. So yeah, there you go. Uh... Yeah, that, you gotta, gotta be pretty bad to get dropped from Poland. I know. Uh, they got some big qualifiers coming up with the, the Euros uh, around the corner. They, there was the big draw the other night. Um, so, yeah, um, look, um, I'm just glad we got through that game. You know, yeah. we, we I mean, we didn't get the two goals, which meant we were definitely um, top of the table, but we need an absolute sort of draw, disaster. We? Yeah, we only need a draw and um, even a defeat. We could still top the group, I think. Um, also, maybe while we're just here, should we just you know shout out to some of the new fans, go through some of the comments. Yes, yeah, do it, Tommy. Go on. Is that cool. Got silly yeah. business, Bonnie. We know it's you. Yes, I'll always predict <laughs> my clean sheets. Uh, by the way, yes, Bonnie. So Bonnie's our manufacturer. We are having a chat to get Owen a Coupe de Villa sign. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie, just so you can reference it here, I will cover the shipping. So you've just got to make. I will pay for the uh, 
delivery, there you, whatever it there is. There you go, but, silly business. Yeah, Get onto it. Got Kieran Smith, not seventeen ninety six. I haven't seen him comment before, but I think we acquired about five, six new subs um, since last pod. Yeah, we were at. People, it, it was a good. Thanks for all your support yeah. in the last video. Did very well. Yeah. And thanks for Kieran Noah Smith. on uh, on putting that one Always. up. Always we've got to, we've got Kieran Smith, 1796. Well, time for your Villa fan. Excellent second half after Spurs from the came at us in the first. Top four, UTV. You mm -hmm. said it, Kieran. It's exciting Graham Harahan, he said, love seeing Owen on this pod. Him and Max and Co. do an amazing job Villa on tour. Um, and the fact that they can always get to the Villa matches. Um, Martinez won us the game. Uh, that was last game, actually. So anyway, thank you, <laughs> yeah. Graham. Always appreciate it. Harahan, Horahan, still don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Jeff, we love you, Jeff. What can what more can we say? Uh, it makes me wonder how Buendia means that Moreno will get back in the starting lineup. Well, as you can see, Moreno's probably lined up already. Uh, Villa 19, is that Mohamed? Is that Mohamed yes, Adam? That's Mohamed, yeah. It is Mohamed Adam. Yeah. Our key players all season. Anyway, I love the fact Tommy's on board. Oli, the greatest striker in the history of the world. Absolutely, Mohamed. You heard it here. Dr. Defib, uh, first top four show. Uh, feels good to be part of. Well, unfortunately, not this week. Um, we're still, oh, top we're four. still we're in the top four. We're we're still still in. Are we? Yeah. Oh, mate, there you go. You know, the, I, I just turned on. I just I, I turned up my phone with the bed. I said, "Fuck this!" After the game, anyway. Uh, Textra tech. I was actually about to go to bed. I said, oh, "Fuck, we're not going to do it." And then we score, and I'm like, "All right, I can make this last night." <laughs> yeah. That's the life. That's the life of an Aussie villa fan. Oh, the problem is new bloody extended. You know, at a time in the first yeah, I'm like, man, someone's going to bet a three. It was like ten past already. Uh, uh Textra Vivo goes, we will win tomorrow and top the group villains. So you called that, but unfortunately not against Bournemouth. Mm. Um, where's the host Coop the Vinner? Marine Boy 1964. Someone's born in 64 and you're still tuning in. Well done. Good luck. <laughs> Look at you using technology. Well done. I've also I've also <laughs> got here some um questions from Roger oh, from a couple of videos. Okay, last two. Last two. Got Ken M. Come on, can't look. I love you guys, man. You're funny. Oh, we love you yes, too, Ken. Ken. And Textra Vivo predicted 4-1 Villa. Unfortunately, not Textra. So anyway, on to Roger. No. Okay, so Questions. two videos ago, Roger, um, the who's king. a big, he's a king. He's one of our biggest fans. He he didn't yeah, comment on the last video. I'm not sure where, where he's been, but... Let us know, Roger. Put some in the comments. Yeah, put some more questions in because we do love them. We told you we'd get to them. So here they are. So um, would you take Grealish back at Villa in January or the summer? Do you think it would disrupt what we already have or would you get him back? I mean, I know Scott's answer. He's I'd take him back. The way I like to say is you could have a really fast car, but there's nothing wrong with an extra NOS tank. Do you know what I mean? I, I think, I, think I get that metaphor. Oh, come on, let's 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 not act like he's not fucking probably the first name on the sheet, right? No, so with, you know... I love I love Grealish. I love him. Don't get me wrong, I love him. I'm so happy when I met him when I was over there. It was unbelievable. Mm. But I think we've moved past him. I just think Ooh. let him. Noah, shut up. Controversial. Like, I love Zaniolo, but yeah. Grealish shits all over yeah. Zaniolo. I know. Like, the I fact know, we even had but... to start him. I just think that we've moved past Grealish. Honestly, Noah, well, everyone... do, do I want him to come back? Yes. Well, I'll take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, I wouldn't be making him captain or anything like that. I would, I'd bet, no, no, bet, no. Bet, on, yeah, FIFA, still... on FIFA, I bring him back. I do. I do. I, I don't know why. Well, the, the, the footballing ability, one, I think it's the off-field antics. I think he's still parting hard and Guardiola's had enough of it as well. And I actually think Uno Emery would be a bigger hard-ass than Guardiola, but he can get the best out of anyone. All right, you've been appointed captain of a five-a-side team. Sweet. Which four players from the current Villa squad would you pick to make up the rest of your team? And what position would uh -huh. you be 
in uh, the team. I'll go first. Yeah. I'm playing a midfielder. I'm playing center mid. I'm just dishing all the passes. I'm a distributor. Okay. So well, who are you like? Well, like, you know, what sort of profile a, a center midfielder are you? Uh, Look, I'll go for a Villa midfielder. I'm going to go. I'm like a, a Gareth Barry kind oh, yeah. of player. Give it, give it, get it. You know? Yeah. I'm just a hard nut. I just do what I got to do to win the footy for the boys. Um, mm-hmm. In goals, it's a hard choice, obviously. I'm going to go for Marshall. No, I'm going for Martinez in between the sticks, obviously. Yeah. Um, Esri Consa, I think, mm-hmm. is just has to be picked. Um, Musa Diaby. And I'm going to go John McGinn with me. So it's a one-two-one formation. One-two-one. Okay. What about you, Tommy? Uh... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit. Now Tom is actually good at football. He's he was actually good at football, so he'll think about this. How do you know this? Who told you? (laughs) You told you about my (laughs) my antics back in the day. I I was a bit of a star when I was. He was a budding star. Yeah, nearly. I uh. So okay, so I'm gonna go Pau Torres. He's gonna be Mm. my only defender. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna manage this side. We are going no goalkeeper. (laughs) We are just all out fucking attack and Torres. Right. So Torres centre back. I'm gonna go. Tillemans in 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 uh Torres and Tillemans, yeah. No, Torres Tillemans, uh, no, Torres Tillemans. Was you got five right? Torres Tillemans, Kamara, Diaby, uh, and Bailey. You won't even touch the fucking ball, but you've got to be in the team. You got to be in the team. No, you said my position, I'm manager. I'm no, not, but Rod just said you have to be in the team. Yeah, all right, all right. Well, then I'll um, I'll take out what's his name, fucking I'll take out Kamara. So it'll be me, Tielemans. So you're playing Powell. like Rush goalie, goalie here, absolutely, mate. We've okay. got Pau Torres, Pau yep. Torres, me and Tielemans in front, and then it'll be Diaby and Bailey in front of us, too. I like it. So we're just all out speed. It's mm. it's five aside, you're not going to be headering a ball. All right, I'm going to go Kamara as my defender because he can do a bit of everything. Oh, well, you have a goalkeeper. Yeah, I got a goalkeeper, Emmy. Um, I'm I'm in the midfield with uh, Tillemans and then Oli up front. I like it. I like it. My team wins because I'm the best player here, so I control it. Oh, I, I think I think mine gives you a run. Sure mate. You You'll are. be touching the ball. <laughs> I don't think you touch the ball. Uh, yeah, no, we we win. I just kick the shit out of you two, and then um, you know, that would be it. <laughs> all right, all right, buddy. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question from Roger. Uh, Looking at our strikers over the year, who would you start, bench, and sell out of Christian uh, Benteke, Danny Ings, and Ollie Watkins? I'll go first. Sell Danny Ings. I think, <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. This is the tough one, though. This is the mm. really tough one. Yeah. Are we talking we prime Benteke? Like, go. Yes, absolutely, mate. I, absolutely. I'm going to start prime Benteke and bench. Yes. Yes. Where's the where's these dirty oh. fucking shorts that I that I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna open. start I'm gonna start Ollie because you, you, get, you get oh Danny Ings. <laughs> yeah. We've got, got signed shorts for a reason. You bastards made me open them. Mm. They they still smell like he's training nuts as well. Oh there's I'm a tag starting. on him. Hey, proper. <laughs> I'm um, Okay, so he's I'm, got an, yeah. another question here. Uh Based on these loan players that we've had over the years, who would you like start, bench, and sell? Robert Snodgrass, Nicolo Saniolo, Tammy Abraham. Start Tammy. Yeah. Sell Snodders, bench Saniolo. 
Yeah, that seems. And well. I love Robert Snodgrass. I really yeah. love Snodders. But there's a bit of a difference between the caliber of the player. Yeah. yeah, I think also we're talking prime Zaniolo from Roma days, or was it Milan? Like, well, no, we're talking about it, what he's done for Villa, I think. Well, Snodders was a oh, beast. And, I'm not gonna lie, Zaniolo. I'd be start. I'm not gonna lie, I'd be starting Snodders, mate. The guy bled claret and blue. He was pretty good, Snodders, but and, I he's think... a, and also he's a set piece specialist. Mm. He came up with some clutch goals at the end of matches. I, oh, I just thought about one against Sheffield United. Sheffield United, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a mm. belter. Actually, that was one of Owen's first Villa on Tour videos that he did by himself. And Max yes. missed that game, but Owen did it. So shout to Owen. What a man! Wow. Shout out to Owen carrying the team. I know how you feel, Owen. Okay, you're sitting up in the upper tier of the whole team when Tommy produces a load of cash from his magic hat. What would you order as your halftime snack food of choice? Now Meat I've had pies, sausage rolls, hot dogs, burgers, chips, sweets, peanuts, or crisps. They do an amazing curry chips at Villa Park. They did oh, when I was last there. Oh, that's what they I'm getting. I'm getting, I'm getting the pie. bolty pie. Yeah, yeah, the bolty pie on top of the chips with the curry sauce all on yeah, it. Yeah, they That's do what a I'm great feed. every time. So when I was there last in the Upper Trinity, I sat. Mm-hmm. I went and got curry chips and a yep. pie and a Coke. So I'd get exactly the same deal again. And it was quite quite reasonably priced, so Mate, I'll take that. Hot hot dog with mustard and ketchup and chips. Simple man. And a Coca-Cola. Nice. Well, there you go. There's another and, one. And actually, and actually, I'd buy and I'd I'd buy drinks for everyone in the Holty because I my hat full of money. Wow! Why yeah. not? That's a, that's a fair that's a fair point. I like it. Okay, Tommy can sometimes be very harsh when talking about players. Give marks out of ten or place in order of best to rubbish the following Villa players. This is Ross, just for Tommy, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Ross McCormick, Danny Drinkwater, Ludwig Augustuson, and Morgan Sanson. Sanson gets a fucking 10. I thought he was a star just in I know you, I knew you love you love Sanson. You know that. I think I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not, I'm not slating off McCormack that hard. I think he's like a six. I think he was all right. Like when he I think he was probably us. better than Danny Drinkwater. Danny Drinkwater, he was yeah, awful. he's getting like he's getting like a negative four. And who was the last one? Augustinson. Uh, he actually played half decent in one of our games. I think. Yeah, he, I, he didn't play very often, but there yeah, was he a game okay. I was I was at. It was Leeds away last year. And it was awful. It was. He was his first start for Villa. His mm. first start, and within ten minutes, did his hammy. Right. <laughs> so that, that was awesome. Wow. Well, so I, look, I'll give Augustinson a two just for you know showing up, but we didn't get to see much of him. Drinkwater was just, I think it was just past his best, honestly. He's a zero. Yeah. It was fine expired food. Less than zero. I can't believe he won the league, that guy. With Leicester. He was actually good for Leicester, though. He was. The Chelsea move that killed him. You know who's good for Leicester? He's a freak. That Dewsbury Hall. I'd love to have him on the bench. Yeah, I rate him. I'd like him in the team for sure. Crack and play. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's it from Roger's questions, I think. Um, But send us more, Roger. Roger. Yes, please. We We love you. Questions, Roger. And that'll be it for the video. But before we do, we didn't get your predictions, Noah. I was going to say, I thought I, I was getting forgotten about, to be honest. No. I mean, it's fair enough. But so, um, give us your predictions quick. 2-1 uh, <laughs> against City. 2-1 win. I'm going to go with a Diaby brace. Yeah. And I think a 1-0 win. A clean sheet against Arsenal. 
22. That's Zagan. gonna well, that would be a pretty good week, and you know, let's uh, all cross our fingers and hope that yes. we can have a good week because we're getting to the really exciting part of the season. If we can come out in 2024, still in the top four, still in touch with you know the likes of Liverpool and Man City and Arsenal, then we've got a really exciting second half of the season. You know, ahead. Yeah. we've got oh, also another thing I didn't mention, we drew Middlesbrough away in the FA Cup. I was gonna say, yeah, which, um, awesome. Yeah, I think that's a really good draw. It's better than the Man United away that we've had the last, it seems, 17 years in a row. Um, <laughs> I'll take but, United. I'll take yeah. United. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, yeah, I would take United now as well. But, you know, it's good to get someone we haven't played before. It would have been nice to get a Blues or a, a West Brom or someone like that. How's but, Sunderland getting Newcastle? Yeah, Sunderland, Newcastle, that. Arsenal. That's going to that's gonna be pretty good. I reckon it'll I be know. a great turnout. Yeah, I do like the FA Cup. I, uh, I, you know, watched a few of the second round games um, on the weekend. They were interesting to see these these little grounds, and um, you know, a few of them did make it through to the third round. So, no, looking forward to that Millsborough game away and um, for the rest of the season. So, please, um, yeah, thanks for all your support. Last video was great. Um, leave a comment, leave a like, hit the notification and please like and subscribe and all that. And you can catch us on the Spotify as well. If you uh, want to just listen to the podcast, you know, we'd really appreciate you to go over there and give us the five-star review on uh, on your uh, podcast app of choice. And we will be back after Man City. So up the villa Woo. and we'll see you then. Later.